Hello, I'm Sean. Welcome to Wellspring Baptist Church Podcast. We're glad that you're listening today. For more information on all that's happening at Wellspring, please visit our website at www.wellspringbaptistchurch.org. I hope this message is a blessing to you. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. That's gonna, the testimony is going to go along with these verses that we're about to read. Matthew chapter 11. These three verses, 28, 29, and 30. Jesus says this. Now, just, uh, just as Rick was talking, I, I remember a time in my life where I was uh, a little bit down. Uh, sometimes there are other times of valleys that you go through for whatever reason. And I remember reading these verses. I remember we just first started this uh, chapel six years ago. It was on a Wednesday night. Um, we were in here and uh, I read these three verses and it, it just, I don't know, the Lord helped me in that. And so uh, hopefully if there's someone here this morning that's going through some things, hardships or anything, just to kind of read these verses and believe that God is God can help. God will help. Matthew 11, verse 28, Jesus says this, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke 
upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Jesus says here, come unto me. Come unto me. This is actually, this passage right here in Matthew is a turning point in Jesus' ministry. If you study Matthew from the first ten chapters, uh, Jesus is he's dealing with the nation of Israel. He's dealing with them as a, as a Messiah in a corporate sense. And, and the leadership of Israel, the, the Pharisees, the scribes, they were rejecting Jesus. And, and he kind of changes from this point, from going from corporate, dealing with the people of Israel, to just saying, whosoever. You know, whosoever. Come unto me. Individuals, whoever you are, uh, come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The religious crowd, the religious people, if you study the verses before this, they were proud, intellectually proud, spiritually proud. And Jesus had taught right before the verses, right before this, uh, that you must come as a babe. Uh, come to the Lord in humility, not in pride, but as a little child. He says, uh, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as a little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I know I've said this before, but we pray as these children go out to the to the job trailer and to Sunday school that each and every one of them will come to Jesus Christ to yeah. knowledge of salvation. I had an adult ask me one time, they said, uh, and, and, and by the way, I accepted Christ when I was five. And uh, I believe I did that because my parents were putting the Word of God into me at a young age, teaching me Scripture. And the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And uh, I had an adult ask me one time, they said, do you think a child can be saved, can be born again? And I said, that's kind of the wrong question. The right question is, can an adult be saved and born again? Because Jesus said, except you come as a little child. Because we have to humble ourselves to come to God. Adults, a lot of times, have a lot more humbling to do than the children to come to the Lord Jesus Christ in that humility and put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. But Jesus is invitation here. This is an invitation. It's a personal invitation. That's the title of this morning's message is a personal invitation from Jesus. And it's simply this. Come unto me. Come unto me. He says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Come unto me for salvation. Come unto me uh, for help, for comfort, for rest. Jesus in the verses before this in Matthew 11 verse 19 was accused by the Pharisees and the scribes of being a friend of publicans and sinners. And Jesus, He he says to the publicans and sinners, He says, come unto Me. Jesus says in Matthew 19 and verse 14, uh, Suffer the little children, forbid them not to come unto Me. So Jesus says to the children, come unto Me. He says to the sinner, come unto Me. He says to whosoever, come unto Me. Jesus said in, in the book of John, if any man thirst, let him come unto Me. When we established this church uh, six years ago, we said this. We said that if the Lord would, uh, He would make us a wellspring that would quench the thirst of those that had a thirsty soul. That we could preach the Gospel as plain, as clear, as, as, as straight as we can. The love of Jesus, uh, the help that He can give, 
and see as many folks in this area and around the world uh, come to know Christ. And praise the Lord, He's allowed us to do it. Who would have thought six years ago that we'd be uh, starting multiple uh, wellsprings in India and Mexico and other places? Uh, but this is, this is what Jesus says to, to whosoever. Come unto me. Your soul is thirsty. Come unto me. The Bible says in Revelation 22.17, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. Let him that heareth come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Jesus says, Come unto me. To anyone who will come humbly and by faith. By the way, that is the way that we come to God, right? As we come humbly and by faith. We studied this verse last week in Hebrews 11.6 where Jesus said, or the Bible said, but without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God. So we're coming to the Lord. He that cometh to God must believe that He is. And that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. How do we come to God? Believing He is. Believing He is who He says He is. Believing that Jesus Christ is God. Believing that He has the power. That He is available. He is capable of, uh, of saving us and helping us. And uh, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Jesus said this, No man cometh unto the Father but by Me. Yes. Why? Because Jesus Christ is that way, the truth, <coughs> In the life. The invitation here from the Lord, come unto me, is for whosoever. Whosoever. Not only whoever, but also for those that labor. For those that are heavy laden. Uh, just as uh, Rick's testimony that the world, in many times, they're looking for peace. They're looking for hope. They're looking for some sort of fulfillment, some sort of joy, and, and they work for it. I mean, work so hard for it. Thinking that if I achieve this or if I get that, then I'll be happy and then I'll have peace. And over, over a period of time, you know what these things become? They become a heavy burden. They become a burden to try to fulfill uh, ourselves or, or get a, a fulfillment in life and finding out that it's just empty without the Lord Jesus Christ. Sometimes the heavy burdens that we carry are those of guilt. I believe that Jesus Christ says to those that are guilt-laden, those that have, uh, have guilt that's put on them by themselves or guilt that's put on them by society, I believe Jesus says this to the person that has a heavy burden of guilt, come unto me. I believe that Jesus says to that that's burdened down with sin, and by the way, sin is a heavy burden. Uh, it can be a bondage and a chain. And Jesus says uh, to those that are burdened down with sin, Come unto me. I can take this sin. I can pay for it. I can cover it and put it under the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, I believe that in the world today and in our country and in many other countries that I've, we've seen is that religion can be a heavy burden. So many religions outside of Jesus Christ as the way, the truth, and the life tell us that we must do this and we must do that and we have to keep all these things and do all these things. In other words, that we have to get ourselves right enough for God to receive us. That we have to work hard enough. That we have to build up our own righteousness so that God would receive us. And man, that's a heavy burden. That's a heavy burden to have to try to do all these things and to keep all these laws. 
Paul, Paul the Apostle said that about his people, the Jewish people. He said, man, I, I have a heart for them. I have a burden for them. And he said this, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and are going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves under the righteousness of God. In other words, he's saying what they're trying to do is they're going and doing all these religious deeds and religious works thinking that if they do enough that God will accept them and God will uh, 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 bless them. But that's a heavy burden. Uh, The way to God is to receive Jesus Christ's righteousness, to by faith humble ourselves to them. And that was the case when Jesus Christ came. That was what was going on in Israel. Uh, Jesus said this about the Pharisees, uh, about the uh, scribes at the time. He said this, For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne, and they lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. Jesus said the religious crowd right now just keeps putting more on us and more on us and more on us to do and to be and all these sort of things. And Jesus says, no, 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 no. Come unto me. Come unto me. That's what uh, Paul and Peter and those in the book of Acts, the disciples, said this uh, when they talked about what, what, they should, uh, what laws of the Old Testament they should keep. The Bible says in Acts 15.10, Now therefore, why tempt ye God to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor or we were able to bear? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ we shall be saved. Paul said, why would we put those old burdens and those old yokes on folks uh, that we ourselves or our fathers couldn't keep? We believe it's by the grace of Jesus Christ. And then he said this, for it seemed good unto the Holy Ghost and unto us that we lay lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. So he says, listen, uh, many times these sin and guilt and even trying to work our way to God can be a heavy burden. You know what else I find can be a heavy burden in our culture, in our society? It's just the cares of this life. Just the cares of this life. I mean, as a parent, as a mother, as a father, as, as, as at work and all these sort of things, boy, things can just start piling up. And over, over a period of time, man, it can feel like the weight of the world is on you and my goodness, we can be overwhelmed. I believe people today get overwhelmed. We do. You say, why is it? Because we're carrying the burden ourselves. We're carrying this heavy load. We think we have to perform. We think we have to do all these things and we put a lot of things on us. But Jesus said about that, He says, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choketh the word and becometh unfruitful. Sometimes we have to come to the Lord Jesus Christ with all the cares of the world and do what Peter says, casting all your cares upon Him. For He careth for you. You know that thing? Just cast it on Him. Say, Lord, these are the problems I'm going through on my daily daily life. Uh, this is what I'm facing as a, as, a, as a mother, as a father, as a husband, as a wife, as in my work, and my things that I have to do with my family, my responsibilities, God. Uh, these are what I'm facing, but I, Lord, I want to cast it on You. I want to put it on You. Uh, this, is, uh, this verse, these verses that Jesus spoke, they're powerful. They're powerful. They're timeless. Why? It's because 
just as Jesus, when Jesus spoke them, they're just as powerful today because this is the issues that we're going through. These are the things that folks face. We, we labor. We're heavy laden. And here's why they're so powerful. It's because the remedy is so effective. That coming to the Lord Jesus Christ and yoking up with Him or becoming one with Him, learning of Him, uh, casting our burden upon the Lord and trusting that He will sustain us. Uh, this is so effective. That's why these verses are so powerful and so relevant to today. When you go back and think of what Jesus taught in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6, and He so many times said, take no thought, didn't He? Take no thought. Don't worry about these things. Don't, don't, don't allow these things to work us up and to get us down and to get us off track and to miss what, we're, what the main purpose or the main thing is. Jesus says, here's the remedy. Here's how you do it. Come to Me and then take My yoke upon you and learn of Me. This brings rest. Not just rest. Listen, we need rest. Uh, the Lord shows us that we need rest. Uh, he, he Himself rested on the, on, the, on the seventh day. Why? Because we need rest. Not because He was tired that He rested. He did it to show us that, hey, we need this rest as well. And not just rest on the outside physically, but we need rest for our soul. To be able to say like that song, it is well with my soul. Why? Because the Lord has given us rest. Um, this is becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ. When we yoke up with Him, when we become uh, in that same yoke as He is, uh, our life is simplified. It's given great purpose in the person of Jesus Christ. The Bible says this in, in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And then he says this, as we're looking unto Jesus, the author, this is how it started, is with the Lord Jesus Christ. This is how we're going to finish, is with Him. And he says this, Who, Jesus Christ, who for the joy that was set before Him, despised, uh, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. What was the joy that was set before Jesus before He endured the cross? The joy was us. As he looked down through history and saw that now we are going to be able to walk with him and yoke up with him and fellowship with him and be one with him, that he's going to be able to redeem us from our sin and help us. The Savior looked down through time and said, Listen, this is the joy of the future in those that will come to me, in those that will come to me and will walk with me. Listen, we can come to the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. We can come with Him to begin our faith with the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the author. He's the originator of it. And then looking unto Him. You know, looking unto Jesus is trusting Him. You know, how else are we going to learn from the Lord but by looking on Him? By looking at Him. And how do we look to Him? Uh, through His Word. I find it's interesting that the, the chapter before chapter 12, where we just read the verse, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, is Hebrews chapter 11. And Hebrews chapter 11 is all the heroes of the faith. All the men and women of the Old Testament, or many of them, that put their faith in, in God, and God did mighty things through it. But you know what? Sometimes we have a, 
have a problem with is looking at other people. And he didn't say here, looking unto the heroes of the faith. He said, looking unto Jesus. As good as those people were, as good as Abraham and Sarah was, and, and all those other men and women of the faith, we're still not to look at other people. We're supposed to look at the Lord Jesus Christ. Looking unto Jesus. He is our perfect example. Then he says this, learn of me. Learn of me. Take my yoke upon you. That's becoming one with Christ. When you yoke up, uh, when you become in the same yoke with someone, you're becoming one with them. You're going to be walking the same direction, right? You're going to be working at the same thing. You're going to be going and doing the same thing. You're going to have to have the same purpose if you're yoked together. And here's what he says. I want you to give me your burden. I want you to give me your cares and then I'm going to give you my yoke. In other words, you give me your problems, you give me your worries, you give me the things that you uh, uh, worry about and then he says, and then I'll call you to do my work. To do what I've called you to do. Just as we studied uh, 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 in, in, in the Sermon of the Mount, uh, about uh, seeking His kingdom first, right? And all these things shall be added unto you. He says, in this you can find rest. Not just rest, but rest for your souls. We cast our burden on Him and take His yoke upon us. And He says this, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why is that? Because whatever God calls us to do, he empowers us to do. Why? It's because He's right there with us. You say, what if the Lord's calling me to do this or calling me to do that? It's almost irrelevant what He's calling us to do if He's there with us. We can do it. No matter what. And many times what God calls us to do is beyond our capability. <laughs> but if He's in the yoke with us, I mean, if He's saying, I am with you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I don't care how heavy the burden is, it becomes light. How, how hard it is, it becomes easy when the Lord is with us, when His Holy Spirit empowers us, when He helps us. Take your Bibles and turn with me to Hebrews. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 3. He says, come unto me. Why? Because you can find rest. Verse 18. He says, And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. Verse 19. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. What hindered the rest? Unbelief. Chapter 4, verse 1. Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left us of entering into his rest, any should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them. Look at this. Not being mixed with faith and them that heard it. Do you know that there is a difference between just hearing the gospel and receiving it? There's a difference in just hearing the Word and doing it, 
right? Hearing the word and mixing it with faith. Uh, this is what the Lord wants from us, is He wants us to come in faith, believing that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Look at verse 6. Seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Verse 9, there remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. By the way, we can have rest for our soul here and now, but there is a rest that's coming. An eternal rest. For those that have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we have hope in the resurrection. We have hope in eternal life, which is an eternal rest with the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, verse 10 of chapter 4, For he that is entered into his rest also hath, look at this, ceased from his own works as God did from his. You know what he's saying here? Listen, the burden, the work that you're trying so hard that's stressing us out, sometimes we just got to cease from it and say, Lord, this is yours, this person. This person is yours, Lord. Help them. Work with them. I can't help them, right? Lord, it's yours. This problem is yours. This health issue, these things that I'm facing, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop trying to fix it all, and I'm just going to yoke up with you. I'm going to believe in you. I'm going to trust in you. And Lord, I believe that in that, you can give me rest. They couldn't have rest because they didn't mix the word with faith. They couldn't have rest because they didn't cease from their own work. That is, yoking up with Him. Christian, maybe we've put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Maybe we've come to Christ for salvation. But we've not come to Him with our life. With our life's work. With our life's purpose. With our goals. And say, Lord, I want to give it to You. I want to yoke up with You. I want to take Your yoke upon me, I want to learn of you. I want to come to you, Lord, and find this rest that I need for my soul. In salvation, the Lord can save. He has power to save. If you've not received the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's like coming to the Lord with childlike faith and humility and believing on Him, the God who is the way, the truth, and the life, accepting Him. Maybe you're here and you have that heavy, heavy burden. Now he's saying, come to me, cast it on me. If it's sin, confess it. And the Lord can take it and cover it. If it's guilt, the Lord wants to rid that from us. Uh, if it's just a need for rest, he tells us how to find that rest. Come and learn of him. Study his word and believe it. Take his yoke upon him. You know, sometimes that, that taking your yoke, that means committed to him. Uh, committed to His way. So many times we're stressed out because we're not committed. You say, what do you mean? We're trying to serve two masters. We're trying to go two different ways. We're trying to serve ourselves and trying to serve Him. We're trying to serve this world and trying to serve Him. Boy, that'll, that'll wear us out. That'll stress us out. But be able to take in all thy ways, acknowledge Him. And He shall direct thy paths. It's really... I know that sounds simple, but it, it, it's a daily thing, right? Coming to the Lord and saying, Lord, I want to acknowledge you today in all my ways, in every decision, in every path, in every conversation, in everything that I have. Lord, I pray that you'd lead me and guide me. And I want to give it to you. I want to, before the, even the day starts, I have some burdens. I have some cares I know that are going to come up. Lord, I want to give them to you now. 
I want to give them to you now. And I believe that the Lord will help us. I really do. He says, come on to me. Come on to me. Learn of him. Look to him for his example. How do we learn of him? Go into his word and, and find this help. I think I told someone the other day, I, in my daily Bible reading, I've uh, been reading through the Psalms. And, uh, and David talked a lot about his enemies coming after him and trying to destroy him. And he, in the Psalms, he prayed a lot about these things. And I don't have any enemies coming after me trying to destroy me, but I have uh, a world, the flat, my own self. Sometimes I feel like the devil uh, in my mind. It's not a person, but there's other enemies that we have. Is that not true? Things going on in our mind, things going on. And when you read those Psalms and think of those enemies like that, and the Lord giving us victory over what we can learn of Him and learn how to trust in Him and say, God, You can help us through all the things that we face and all the things that we go through. Jesus says, come and learn of me. I pray that this week that we can find rest for our souls, that God's people, us, that we can find rest inside by yoking up with the Lord, by learning of Him, by casting our burdens and casting our cares upon Him, that we can find help, that we can have rest in our souls. Let's pray. Lord, we thank You for this truth. God, we thank You for these comforting words, uh, Lord, that You've given us. Lord, help us to put these things to practice. Help each and every one of us, Lord, to have rest this week in our souls uh, as we are walking with You, Lord, as we're in fellowship with You. I pray, Lord, that this week that You would help each and every one of us uh, to learn about You. Lord, to learn who You are, to know You. As we look to you, our author and finisher of our faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. We'd love to hear from you and learn how you've been encouraged or challenged by this podcast. Please leave a comment on the Contact Us page on our website, or you could write to us at P.O. Box 641, Springboro, Ohio, Four five zero six six. And feel free to visit us anytime that you're in the Springboro, Ohio area.